You're listening to another life-giving message from Living Faith Church San Diego. We are a church for sinners by sinners, and we are on a mission to help you discover your purpose, live in power, and live out your God-given potential. For more information about Living Faith Church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Again, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Now open up your hearts and minds for this transforming message from Living Faith Church. So right now we're in the month of November. Welcome and happy Thanksgiving, future Thanksgiving to all of you. And so we're talking there now about this topic of Thanksgiving, right? And it's a topic that everyone knows, okay, Thanksgiving, go around the table and talk about what you're thankful for and all the other jazz. And it's cool and it's fine, it's dandy. But did you know that that word Thanksgiving is actually a biblical concept? No matter if you, you know, the whole world may not say, or the United States may not say it's, uh, it's you know, we're all fully religious, some of them have different religions, or we don't celebrate Jesus, but Thanksgiving is actually from the Bible. It's called Thanksgiving, a generosity of thanks. And it's not a Thanksgiving where let me feast and feed myself. It's actually the day people served one another. Like, let me serve you. Another person, let me serve you. And it's a day that people go out and outserve each other. But you know what's interesting concept is that the word Thanksgiving is a secret password. It's a password. The thing is, though, is that this place is trying to be secured. We're in downtown, homeless, smoke, you know, homeless people are out there. So it's like crazy a little bit down here. So it's the aspect of we want, they want access. you got to have a special fob. And also there's a new key box there unless you have a special code. Right? There's all these different things. Did you know Matthew Perry from Friends, who plays Chandler, was late to set one day because he, was, he forgot the password. Every, every week they email a new password to all the cast members, all the crew members, here's the password. Doesn't matter if you have the, the, the placard to show the guard. You have to show the guard the placard, you have to show your guard your ID, and then give them the weekly password. Because some crew members or some cast members may have been fired that week, and if they didn't get the email, they wouldn't know the password. So sorry, you can't, I know who your name is, you may be famous, but you're not allowed on set. So he forgot the password. And he's like, I'm Matthew Perry. The show's going on. Like, I'm sorry, Matthew. I know who you are. You're famous. He's like, I'm, here's my, here's my, he showed, he showed his Twitter. He showed his Instagram. Like, this is me. But it doesn't matter what his name was. It doesn't matter who he was. If he didn't know the password, he wasn't allowed on set. And yeah. So they had to call up the guys who are in HR and say, resend him the email so he could open it right there. And he said, oh, finally, here's the password. The password was kangaroo. It was, it was so, so, but they would not let, he was late on set for three hours. And time is money in Hollywood. So they were so upset. So the friends casting the whole crew, they tried changing that, that the philosophy. And they're like, no, just tell your cast members to not forget the password. So here's the thing. If you and I knew the exact password, the secret code, to get God's attention, wouldn't you want to know it? If you said, how do I get the secret password to get his attention pronto? Like right now, in the middle of a crisis, how do I get his attention? And tonight we're talking about the secret password. And the secret password is so simple. It's kangaroo. Just the secret password is thank you. As simple as that, thank you. Psalms 22 verse 3 says, God inhabits the praises of his people. You know God has that trait like of, of ladies tell me i'm beautiful and i'll come, I'll come hello how you doing what's your name 
So, you know, it's just like, it's, it's funny because it's like, like, if you say, God, you're amazing, he goes, yes. And that's what the Bible says. You say, God, you're phenomenal. Oh, what's your name? You know, he knows your name. But it's the aspect of he, he draws his attention to you. He inhabits the praises of his people. He cannot, he cannot ignore you if you're saying thank you. Keep that in mind. But you know what he does ignore? Bickering, murmuring, complaining. The children of Israel bickered, murmured, and complained. And God's like, I ain't going to answer, you know. I'm, I'm not giving you. So for 40 years and 40, for 40 years, they went around the wilderness. That should have taken them 11 days. But because they were bickering, murmuring, complaining, they didn't know the secret password. They were stuck. So the question I have for us tonight is this. Are you stuck somewhere? Are you stuck emotionally? Are you stuck mentally? Are you stuck spiritually? Then maybe you need to tap into this password a little bit more tonight. And here's the thing, though. Okay, I get it. Thank you. Praise God. You know, you're amazing. Whatever. But I don't feel like thanking God. What happens when you're in the middle of a crisis, in the middle of a storm, saying, I'll thank God when I get out of this. But it's a conundrum. It's a catch-22. Because he's like, I'm not answering your prayers until you thank me. But you're like, I'm not going to thank you until you answer my prayers. <laughs> so what happens? It's kind of like you know, the situation where someone says, like, I'm sorry, you can't get the job because you need experience. Well, foo, how can I get experience if you give me the job? But it's like, okay, well, right? It's like weird. But so here's the thing. You're arguing with God. God, I won't thank you until you bless me. Because I'm not going to bless you until you thank me. Who's going to win? Who do you think is going to win? <laughs> I mean, you can't beat the creator of the universe. Hello. But here's a, the verse for us. 1 Thessalonians 5.18. Give thanks in all circumstance, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Now, here's a situation. Here's a funny, you know, there's multiple, so many different versions of the Bible. And some people have commented on our YouTube. Because, oh, you're using the NIV in your Bible verses. That's the not inspired version. I was like, come on, dude. <laughs> Anyways, but no matter what version of Bible you, you use, in this verse here, give thanks in all circumstances. Let me just pause right there. The word is give thanks in all, not give thanks for all. So you don't say, God, thank you. I'm suffering right now. He's saying, thank God in the middle of your suffering. Thank God. Does that make sense? Some people get twisted. You're like, I'm bleeding. Oh, but thank God I'm bleeding. You're like, what? No, fool. Don't thank God for your bleeding. Thank God in your bleeding, but not for your bleeding. Thank God. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Now, what is this? What is this? This is not your circumstance. This is a thankful heart. It's his will for us to be grateful and to praise his holy name. Psalms 100 verse 4 says, Give thanks to the Lord. Enter into his gifts with thanksgiving, to his courts with praise. You cannot enter in without first giving thanks. That's, that's not a verse. I just toss it in there. Improving. <laughs> Acts 16, 25 to 26 about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was a, 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 such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once the prisoners' doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. They praised God not for the, 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 the prison, but in the prison. And being in the prison, the walls were shaken. I want to jump right now here 
to the, the first thing here, is to understand, you know, this morning I was praying about our message and saying, Lord, what is the message for your people tonight? I had worship music playing. I was sitting there, and I just started laughing because the Lord told me, POV. I was like, are you kidding me? Is my mind just dirty, or what's, what's going on here? Like, I was like, Lord, speak to me, please. Not the devil, shut up. I'm talking to God. You know, but POV. And I was like, okay. So I started writing out POV, like whatever that means. And here's what praise does for us. And some of your faces are like, what the? I can talk about Stephen. Be appropriate. I know, I'm being appropriate. P is this, is that praise brings down presence. There's a presence of God. The moment you pop in worship music in your car, the moment you pop in worship music while you're getting ready for, for your day, start worshiping Jesus, the presence comes down. We, we talked about this earlier. Psalms 22, verse 3. God inhabits the praises of his people. 1 Corinthians 10, 10. And do not grumble, murmur, murmur. Oh, that's the word complaining. As some of them did and were killed by the destroying angel. My friends, here's the thing. These are two verses. One says, I'm praising you. Next one says, I'm complaining. God does not respond to our complaints. God, I need you to fix this. God, I need you to fix that. God, you know, if people, if God responded to need, oh, you have a need. I'm going to respond to that. No, you know, India would be the most prosperous nation in the world. They're the most, they would because they have so much need over there. But here's the thing. You cannot attract God to answer your prayers, murmuring, complaining. That's what happened to the children of Israel. The children of Israel were going around 40 years bickering and complaining. Bickering and complaining. You know, if you look, if you study the book of, 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 of Exodus, that, that whole story of them exiting, you know, the, 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 to the promise, going to the promised land, that for the first few years, every time they complained, every time they complained, they were given, they were given their, their blessing. God, we're hungry. Okay, here's some quail eggs. Or here's some, whatever, you know, here's some manna. You know, oh, I want, uh, we, want we want meat. Okay, here's some quail. Okay, we want this. God answered. After the Ten Commandments were given to Moses, because the children of Israel really screwed this up. They messed it up by this, by them saying, whatever command you have for us, we can do. And God was like, Moses, come here, we're talking. Then Moses went up to the, to, to the mountain and says, here is Ten Commandments, tell them to live by this. And then boom, they went down there. Then after that, every time they complained, they died. Every time someone complained, they died. Before the law, every time they complained, God answered. When the law was given, every time they complained, someone died. Maybe your prayers are not being answered because instead of praising God through the storm, you're complaining about your storm. Maybe the reason why you're stuck and you're wondering how come I'm going in circles over and over and over again because you're not praising God in the circumstance. Because you're confused, saying, how am I to praise God for my circumstances? No, 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 not for, but through. So the first thing is praise gives down the presence of God. The second one is overflow. God gives us overflow. And I'm, I'm praise, praying to God, God, P-O-V, okay, overflow. What do you mean? He goes, I don't just provide. Keep in mind, God doesn't just provide. If you're saying, oh, I'm just providing. You know, people, so many people are praying weak, small prayers. 
God, I just want to pay my bills. God, I just want to, I just want to provide for my family. God, I just want to pay, you know, pay my rent. So I, God, I just want to. And they're saying, God does provide for me. But the thing is, though, is that God said, I'm not answering that because that's not my will. His will is for you to overflow. It's for you to overflow. Why overflow? Because when you overflow, you don't need a cup, right? You pour water in there, it overflows. Guess what? Everything around it gets wet as well. So it's not just meant for just you. People who pray, God, you know, Steve, I don't want to be wealthy. I just want just enough for me. I'm like, you freaking selfish mother effer. Because that's not meant for just you. Well, I don't want too much money. It might change me. Well, then freaking change now so you can get better later. My friends, we are meant for overflow. The first miracle of Jesus. Jesus didn't just say, oh, oh, oh. Wedding, par wedding party is like complaining. We don't have any more alcohol. We don't want to get crunk. We don't want to get lit. But we can't get lit because we have no more alcohol. And Jesus is like, hey, let me give you guys just enough for you guys to get lit. No. The story is, <laughs> the story is, is that Jesus gives them the best alcohol. The best alcohol. Enough for them to put a down payment for a house. He gives them not just enough for that moment, but for their future. That's the story of the first miracle of Jesus turning water to wine. It's not just for the party. We need alcohol. No, I'm going to give you alcohol that you need for the party, the wine, but I'm going to give you enough wine for you to sell it off and put a down payment for a house. That's your God. God doesn't just say, hey, we want to go fishing, just a little bit of fishes. No, as so much fish, the Bible says, their, their boat began to sink because there's so much fish. You see, God doesn't work with just little. He doesn't give you just enough. If you're praying just enough, understand you're not praying to the right God. Because God's going to be like, I'm going to give you more than enough. More than enough. I remember for a, minute, for a long minute, we had a, a hard mindset shift. We were like, wait, we want just enough to pay for our bills. Like, wait, then you're, you're not going to be provided for. Because provision from God, when, when, see, when you provide for yourself, you'll be struggling like crazy, like a mofo. Oh, man, I'm having a hard time making this dough, this money. But the moment you get provision from God, it just starts to flow like crazy. Flow, why? Because provision is pro, which means for, pro, at pro, people say pro-life means they're for life, pro, and then vision is your mission. So the provision from God is the pro for vision mission. He will not give you a provision unless you first have a mission. And if your mission is just for you, you're freaking selfish and God's going to be like, I'm not providing for you. It's going to stop right there. I might as well go ahead and bless her or bless him so that they can go ahead and be a blessing to others and overflow. And that's the mission and goal for us. If we're just worried about ourselves and for what we're going to be provided for, I want to take care of me. But here's the thing. See, okay, five, 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 okay, okay, okay. I will provide for everyone else and I'll help the poor and I'll, I'll give to the church and all this when God blesses me. Once again, that's not how it works with God. He says, I give seed to the sower. Guess what? You must sow first before he gives you the seed. How you treat, but the Bible says, God says that he will give, he will, uh, you've been faithful with little, now he'll give you much. How you treat $100 in your bank is how you're going to treat a million dollars in the bank. So if you're not being generous now with $100, he'd be like, fool, you ain't fooling me. You're not going to be generous with $1,000 or $1 million. So keep it in mind, how you treat money now is how you're going to treat money later. And so God's watching. God's the one who provides, overflows, overflows. Psalms 67, verse 5 and 6. 
Let the praise let the people praise thee. This is no, this is New King James. This is King James. Okay, King James. Hello. Uh, let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Verse six. Then here you go. Then shall the earth yield her increase, and God, even our own God, shall bless us. Read that again. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let the people praise thee. Okay. Then what happens? Then shall the earth yield the increase. It's God is a, is a clause there. Let them praise you, then you'll increase. That's not me making it up. That's Bible. Let the, you know, there's a book. I, I keep mentioning this. I've never got into it yet. But I want to write a book called Thou Shall Prosper, When Money and Faith Collide. Because that's the subject when it comes, when we were at our church in Jubilee, that was so fascinating to me. You're telling me money is not just a physical business aspect, but it's a spiritual aspect. Money is all spiritual. And so there's like hundreds of verses in the Bible, if you study it, that money is a very spiritual thing. You pray, let the people praise thee, then shall the earth yield her increase. We know the story, John 6, 11. And Jesus took the loaves, and he, give, he had them given, what's the word? Thanks. He then distributed the disciples, and disciples, uh, disciples to them told them to sit down and likewise the fish, uh, and likewise of the fish as much as they would as much as they would. He was given how many how many fishes? Five loaves and two fish, right? Five loaves and two fish. How many people were there? There was about five thousand. That's just documented men. Five thousand. Five loaves and two fish. Five loaves and two fish, and Jesus told them, give them as much as they want. It's a hometown buffet. And so it's as much as you want. And so that shows me that the miracle happened in the giving of thanks. The miracle happens in the giving of thanks. But Stephen, all I have is little. How can I give to God? How can I give to the need? How can I give? You give the little that you have. And when you give, the miracle happens because he multiplies. And that's scripture. So presence, overflow. Last one is victory. This is actually a long verse here, so I'll just summarize it for you. The verse here says in Second Chronicles 20, verse 22 to 26, is a story of three armies against Jehoshaphat's army. Three armies were out to kill Jehoshaphat, three of them. All three of them, imagine this, on a, they're, they're on the bottom, these guys are the mountain, three different nations, three different armies. And Jehoshaphat goes before God and says, God, how am I going to defeat these people? How am I going to defeat these people? God tells him, put the people who sing the instrumentalists in the front lines. Wait, not the people with swords and, and arrows, people who can fight. Put the people who praise me and sing the songs his love endures forever, you know, and all that stuff. And so praising God. The Bible says in the story here, as they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambush against the, people, the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, who were invading Judah. And they were defeated. The Amorites and the Moabites rose up against the men of, from Mount Seir to destroy and annihilate them. After they finished slaughtering the men, ah, that's very graphic, slaughtering the men of Seir, they helped destroy the other. 
when the men of Judah came to the place, they finally came over there, came to the place that overlooks the desert and looked toward the vast army, they saw only dead bodies laying on the ground. No one had escaped. So Jehoshaphat and his men went to carry off their plunder and found among them a great amount of equipment and clothing and also articles of value. Here's where I love God. Look at that. Oh, I love God, period. Okay, but here's where it's amazing where God is. Look at your God. More than they could take away. More than they could take away. There was so much plunder that it took them three days to collect. My friends, the story is this. They said, okay, we're going to go to this war. By the time they landed to the area where they're at, they had all killed themselves. No one had escaped. Because no one had escaped. They were looking around like, uh, okay. And what's the rest, what do they do? Well, let's pick up all the gold. Let's pick up all the silver. Let's pick up all the armor, the weapons, the clothes. They got their blessing. They not only won the war of victory, but they also received blessing. That took them so, so much blessing. Remember, look at your God. So much blessing. So much blessing. It took them three days to collect. My friends, What's the whole moral of the story here? Is that if you can praise your God, and you can praise God in the middle of praise God through the storm, praise God through the pressure, not praise God for the storm, not praise God for the pressure, praise God for the pain, but praise God through the pain and pressure. That's where the miracles happen. And the miracle that would happen is POV. His presence will come down. The presence of God will meet you in your car, in your, in your workplace, in your, your home, in your living room, your bedroom. You will overflow. You'll overflow in all aspects. And then victory will be yours. Some of us here may not be dealing and receiving the, the breakthrough and the answers to prayers. Maybe we're not receiving that because we're busy bickering and murmuring, murmuring and complaining. Tonight, tonight we need to stop that. Stop complaining. My life sucks. Oh man, I'm so broke. Oh man, my, 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 my pressure at work or this going on, that going on. And you think that's faith to God. You think that that's pleasing to God. God's like, that's cool. I love you still. You're going to heaven, but you're going to keep struggling. Forty years, the Israelites struggled. He loves them. They're the people of God. They're God's chosen people. But they still struggle 40 years. But if I'm the child of God, shouldn't he just give me blessings? I'm the, how, how come we say God's good God when I'm struggling over here? How is that a good God? Uh, you're called a spoiled brat. And God's like, no, we're doing this my way. You see, for us to stop complaining and bickering, for us to stop complaining and bickering, it takes faith. It takes faith. Not to put anyone on blast, but I love, I love watching this little girl that lives with me. I love watching her and observing because it's like, wow. Like if you would just stop complaining and stop throwing a fit, 
You can get what you want, but just gotta chill out. <laughs> right? And I'm just like, how is God looking at us? It's like, bro, I, I get it, you're hungry. She's right over there walking towards us, just chill. The food's right there, like, ah! But it's so fascinating to me. I love watching it. I love, I'm not saying the name because this, this, this is broadcasted, but I love watching her. I really do. Because it's like, wow. For us, it's like, dude, okay, chill. But, but all she is is a child. And she doesn't know any better. So there's got to be a level of grace and compassion and love. Okay, calm. It's okay. It's okay. The food's right here. Open up. Ah. Mm, okay. <laughs> I'm cool now. Talk about hangry. That's the definition of hangry. You know? <laughs> I'm like, don't worry. Look, earlier today, I was like, me too. I want to complain and bitch. You know, I want to complain and whine because I'm hungry too. You know? But if I do, I look like a fool. You know? But that's the way God looks at us. He's like, why are you complaining? Don't worry. I got you. I won't hurt you. I won't, I'll make sure you're taken care of. But, but, but to, the, to that child, all they know is that feeling of boredom. They feel a feeling of hunger. And so they're just like, I want it right now. It's like they're cooking it. Chill. For us tonight here, what are we complaining about? What are we bickering and murmuring about? They're saying, God, I need to fix this right now. And he's like, chill. He's like, okay. You know that parent's like, I'm not giving you this nothing. You got to calm yourself down first. That's God. That's God. First Thessalonians 5.18. Give thanks in all circumstance not for the circumstance. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. My friends, I get it. Life is hard. I get it. I get it. I wish life was easier. And here we are saying, I'm not going to praise God until, why should I praise God? I haven't had an easy life. Why should I? I'm so frustrated at God. We can continue having that bickering, murmuring, murmuring, complaining. God's like, hey, I let people stick around there for 40 years. And that's the, they, call, the, they call the Church of Israel the chosen ones. The chosen ones. So my friends, rather than us having moments of complaint, let's be people of faith and praise. Type into YouTube worship songs. Type into YouTube praise music. Ask Ed, say, what song do you recommend? Well, hey, well, that song you sang last week, that song you sang tonight, what song is that? YouTube it. And just play it in your car. Play it in your own home and you're, when you're getting ready for the day. When you're getting frustrated, just play it. Feel free to text me any moment. Say, hey, what song do you recommend? I'll send you YouTube videos. But let's tonight understand that praising God is not just an event for Thanksgiving on November but it's a lifestyle it's a moment of us to understand presence overflow and victory let's all stand on our feet tonight first and foremost for those of you who are watching online if you say you know what or those of you here tonight Stephen I 
don't know this whole Jesus thing. I'm just checking out this YouTube video or this, this broadcast. And you're saying, Steve, I would like to start this relationship with Jesus. And for those of you who are here tonight, pray this prayer with me, everyone. Say, dear Jesus, come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. I proclaim Jesus is my homie. God is my father. Heaven is my home. And I receive the grace of God for eternal life. If you pray that prayer, email me and we'll get you this book. The book that we wrote here, Living Your Abundant Life. And then second off tonight, if you're here tonight and maybe you're watching online, you're saying, Stephen, I am the children of Israel. I need to quit bickering, murmuring, complaining. Well, tonight we're going to pray. You see, this is what they call altar time. The altar call. The altar is when you're born, they bring you, to, bring you to the front and they dedicate your life to Christ. The altar is where you get married in front of people, in front of a, a minister, and they alter your life because they're, they're marrying you. And the altar is the place they bring your coffin when you're dead because that's also an altering moment. You see, the altar, when we say altar call, this is where the moment of life change happens. So whenever I say, hey, raise your hand, look at me, you're saying, Stephen, I'm entering into my altar. I want this moment to change. Everyone close your eyes, bow your heads. It's tonight you're here saying, Stephen, I'm done. I'm done complaining. I need God, I need the Holy Spirit to help me. I need to begin to praise God instead of complain. I need to act in faith and not praise and start praising God through the circumstance. If that's you tonight, you're saying, Stephen, please pray for me. Look at me. If that's you. Amen. Father God, tonight for those who have chosen this moment to be the altering moment in their life. God, I pray that the 40 years would end for them right now. And that they would begin to praise you and not complain. That they begin to enter into a moment of praise and worship with you like never before. That Father God, that they would praise their way and that your presence would come down, overflow in their life and victory through all circumstance. And we thank you, Lord, that you're a gracious and loving God, that you will meet us where we're at. And Father, you would have your way with us and bring us your presence to overflowing and victory. We give you all the glory, the honor, and praise. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to this life-giving message from Living Faith Church. For more information about our church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, and we will see you next time on the Living Faith Church Podcast.